0: Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot
1: I also started accepting the fact that I needed to stop trying to be the athlete that I was because that was never going to happen. Right. So it's, yeah, it's a new journey. Yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not being an athlete, you know, the athlete that I was. It's accepting the fact that now I get to be a new athlete mm-hmm. and I don't need to compare myself to past numbers or compare myself to Uh, you know, what I was getting prior to injury. Between the Reps with Brooke Entz and Gina Chancharulo is a CastBox original produced alongside Studio 71.
2: CastBox is the fastest growing and highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts.
1: You can listen to Between the Reps wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. What's up, guys? Uh, we are here for episode five. Yeah, five. Yeah, five. <laughs> uh, yeah, a five. Yeah, a five. So thank you for listening to number five, which means you we haven't annoyed you or scared you completely yet, but we still have many more opportunities to do that. So, so <laughs> thanks so for sticking more. around. We are going to talk about my injuries. I don't really want to say but it's the <laughs> truth and you know that's my reality yeah well so w- we'll talk about them and where I'm at with them and we'll talk about Gina's too
2: <laughs> and why it's stopping me from going to the games
1: yeah Gina's on the road to the games <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going when I'm 50 going to the games by I'm 50 going, I got two years your... <laughs>
1: going yeah. to the games by 50 um
2: so start out by telling us about your injuries
1: Okay, um, I'll start with one first. <laughs> so, if for those of you that don't know me or you're just getting to know me, I had my spine fuse C6, C7 in 2017. No. 2017. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. I was trying to think, like in yep. December, I found it. Okay, yeah, sorry. This is me doing my counting. Where am I in the year? <laughs> it's like December's the last weekend of March of 2017. 20. Yes. We go past January, we're in 28. Okay, so 2017. 2016 in December, some stuff happened, ignored it, because I'm tough, and uh, I had to get my neck fused, because I'm tough. <laughs> I uh, C6, C7, disc fold, disc fusion, bone graft, and I was out for a season from CrossFit. Came back from that, uh, made it back to regionals, and then I just had, I've had a torn labrum on my left side, my left shoulder for a while I figured it out um, when I took so much time off of training from my neck I had a bunch of atrophy happen and my I wasn't able to train my upper body so naturally my muscles got a little bit weaker and little tweaks or you know tears that I wasn't noticing prior to because I had so much strength around the area to protect it that they were starting to become very obvious um I trained through that and did PT. I was great going into regionals, but I think with all of the, honestly the handstand stuff and just probably uneven, like using dumbbells or things like that, I was overusing my right side a lot. So after regionals in 2017, sorry, 2018, all the years blend together. After regionals 2018, I was in so much pain with my right arm. I couldn't lift my arm to the side at all I could not touch my opposite shoulder and I'm like hypermobile on my shoulders I couldn't touch my shoulder I couldn't touch the top of my head it was really You're bad mess. I was a mess and you, you were know a was mess. so frustrating
2: mm, what here he,
1: got my MRI we were kind of in this period of time where it needed to be rushed like I needed to like figure MRI out for your
2: neck or for, for your my shoulder, shoulder? Okay.
1: okay so necks were healed sort of nerves take a really long time to heal and I had a lot of nerve damage but we went to regionals um, doing good and then after regionals right shoulder a mess so I'm like all right we don't have a lot of time I want to keep this trainer going and keep training to get better and I got an MRI on my shoulder right after regionals and the radiologist I sat down with a radiologist to look at it and she's showing me all of this stuff. She's like, you have a full slap tear. You've got a subscap tendon tear. She said, and I've ha- having so much bicep tendon pain, like a lot. Just in the one, or just on this one, and yeah. and that's where it would bother me the most. And I I was noticing this pain a lot of it in training for regionals, but you know I managed it and I um, did like PT and things like that to try and manage the inflammation and pain. But she said that. With all of the tension and just like all of the strain on everything around my shoulder, she was surprised that my biceps tendon hadn't separated from my shoulder yet. Oh my god! Okay, and which would make sense, right? Because I'm like, okay, yeah. So if I have a full slap tear, and I've got a subscap tendon tear, then this, yeah, it's right in the middle of two tears. It's carrying a lot of weight. You know, it's 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 uh, needing to work extra hard to try and protect. These other areas, mm-hmm. so that's it. Made sense to me what she said. So in my head, I'm screwed, <laughs> and uh, I got to act quick. So I knew that I didn't want to have surgery because it's not well, you'd fun. Be out, out. Yeah, too, yeah. You're like yeah, you're, and mostly it's uh. You wanted to try I felt something like, different. I felt before? like I would be able to start my road, like my recovery, a little bit earlier. Even just being able to do other exercises in the gym. Okay. But what was frustrating is my doctor, um, Dr. McAdams. He's from Stanford. He's fantastic. Um, they also had so – I had my own radiologist because I was working with a doctor that I was recommended to. That's a stem cell doctor in Northern California. Uh, he had a radiologist. We went to their imaging place. She pulled up my scans, and she went through them with me. Well, Dr. McAdams, the radiologist that we – I went and had my imaging done, and they reviewed it, and then sent him their review. They did not use the word tear one time.
2: Well, so what was it? They it was and, just... and
1: their response to me was that, you know, there's a lot of wear and tear. Like, you have a lot of um, inflammation, fluid, like maybe like micro... Uh... Tears? Yeah, but they didn't use the word tear yeah, one time. Okay. and And they said, you know, I think that you'd be okay to move forward with like PRP or... Um, stem cell because I had talked to him about how I wanted to do that and he's He wasn't against it But what I've found with doctors and surgeons is like you've got stem cell guys and yeah And you got the people that they just do surgeries like you're a surgeon or you're something else, you know And they kind of that's what they believe and that's what they focus on and but he never told me not to do stem cell Anyways this moment they didn't use the word tear I'm coming through sitting down with a doctor or radiologist saying your world is turned upside. Like, you're fucked up, yeah. right? Like, you got full slap tear. You got a subscap tendon tear. You've got, um, you better be careful with your biceps tendon because it's going to want to separate. Like, no wonder you've got so much inflammation in there and you're in a lot of pain. Um, to then go to a radiologist saying like, oh no, you know, yeah, it's, you're a little beat up, but you'll be okay. And I'm <laughs> so like, what? Somebody make up their mind. Like I've got, and this whole time, I've got like a, I don't have a lot of time. I'm thinking, I need whatever I do, I've gotta act quick. You know, I wanted to be able to be working out and the CrossFit Games, I wasn't going to CrossFit games, I didn't qualify. Boo. But um <laughs> Stop. But they were in August and I really wanted to whatever I needed to do for the recovery, whichever whatever doctor I needed to see, I wanted to do that quick. And it really threw everything off when I had almost two sort of doctors, I guess, tell me pretty drastically different 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 things. things. So what I did is I just started searching. So because theirs was like, oh, there's nothing really big, you know, then I started to think more like this. Well, you know, some people can have tears and it it will have no symptoms. Like you may not have any symptoms. If that's the case, like a lot of things you can live with. You don't need to fix it. Sure. And some people may not have quite as much damage, but have like gnarly symptoms. Right. So maybe I'm not, Nothing's like really badly torn, but I could have a ton of scar tissue and micro tears and inflammation and fluid and stuff that isn't going to be resolved on, on its own per se. And it's just causing me a lot of symptoms. So what I did is I started searching for a stem cell doctor, someone to just have them look at my MRI. And um, I weighed the pros and cons and decided that it would be worth the money for me to because it's not covered by insurance yeah stem cells are not covered by insurance it was a pretty penny Mm -hmm. and but to me it was like well if i i'm going to invest this into my body my business my you know my my training and take the proper steps to recover and it was worth it to me to have time that i wasn't recovering from an actual surgery um and take that chance mm-hmm. than to just have surgery. Because also surgery is not guaranteed either. It's exactly. not guaranteed you're going to come out and not have symptoms anymore. You know, you may go and get something fixed, but still in, be in tons of pain. And then you're still just managing pain, which is what I was doing before. And there's tons of, you know, there are stories that I have heard of many athletes, you know, in the NFL, um, in other sports that they will like tear a tendon or tear a biceps tendon or separate a biceps tendon or something and they will still finish out the season. The pain is what's going to hold you back. Right. But once you've done the damage, sometimes it's it's not really going to get worse. So for me, it if I didn't if, to... whatever it was, if I didn't have pain, I wouldn't fix it. Right. I, I can I can keep going without it. Like for instance, I have I do have a p- posterior labrum tear on my left shoulder. But you don't feel it. No. I get sore, I'll get some inflammation in there, and it, but if I manage it with, you know, getting some good body tissue work or things like that, it will. Might be a little uncomfortable if my volume is really high, but for the most part, doesn't bother you. Does not bother me. But this one was completely different. It was excruciating. I mean, I couldn't. I remember. Some of you that follow me on Instagram, you probably saw this giant pillow that I bought off of Instagram <laughs> for people that have shoulder pain or have are coming back from a shoulder surgery. And I bought this to try sleeping on it I because I just you look like a like a I don't know, as you're a mountain
2: an egg or something. No, you little would,
1: chicken and egg. I would like climb into this mountain of pillows every night. And now it's so bad cuz I don't need it anymore. So you, every time you walk in my room, Marston's like Phew. Like I,
0: have a over mil-
1: it. I have a million pillows on the, on the side of my bed that I don't even sleep with, but they're there in case I want them. Yeah, you know. So, I did stem cells. I'd say long story short, but that's a that's bullshit. A really long that's story. a
2: really well. So, hey, how do you story. feel like? Long story. Uh, you know, for people that don't know, I mean, for you to do all the neck, you know, after your yeah. neck surgery, getting back in the gym, all of that. I don't know if any. I mean, if you know Brooke, you can't really hold her back. So, yeah. I mean, even when she's I mean, she'll listen to her doctor, but she's always trying to
1: find more ways to be active. Honestly, I almost feel like you have firsthand experience of being around me after my next surgery. Uh, yeah. I think I definitely, that was the first time I really had a really big setback. I mean, that was the first time I had, like, an injury from my sport.
2: Yeah, it was a good And a, I've been doing it a It was time. a good one.
1: Yeah, you know, and it was, it was I a, don't <laughs> do anything half-assed. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Right. So... Yeah, I mean, coming back from that, I probably tried to push the limits a little bit more than I do with, like, my shoulders. And a lot of that is because through that experience, I really was able to realize and learn, like, just the importance of of listening to your doctor or taking your time. And it's always easier said than done. Like, I will easily tell you, you know, exactly what now I am able to tell myself. But right. prior to, I never would have wanted to listen to myself, which sure. is... If I were to, there's a chance that I I could come back faster, or you know, push the limits faster, and be totally fine. But there's also a chance that I may do that, and then I may hurt myself worse, and then it's almost like setting yourself back, taking so many steps backwards, right? And so it makes your one body, yeah, it makes your your recovery time longer. So now I just. I val I, I think of it as like I don't want it to end up being longer, so I'm just gonna take my time and with my stem cell stuff, I have so I got them injected the first week of August like or like the very last right weekend of July went. yeah, yeah and um we did uh, we did amniotic fluid um I did it in the osteopathic center in Miami, Florida mm-hmm. and um we did injections on both shoulders and it was crazy if you guys you, there's a video on my youtube channel of me going and getting it done and you can kind of see the whole process for the most part was it scary no so i'm not, not super at all? i'm not i when i first went in there and i saw the needles on the counter yeah
2: i was going to say cuz i thought but you said had, you felt a little nauseous well
1: they had well, i got sick oh and they he told me it was from all the lidocaine oh okay yeah, so... Well, I ain't no pussy. I
2: ain't no <laughs> bitch. Try to call me out.
1: <laughs> I But I, for when I first went in, all the needles obviously had caps on the ends, and the caps were longer than the actual needle. But I'm not kidding. I mean, the needle was at least this long. Let me show you guys. Tell me when. Tell me when. Tell me when. <laughs> it that's was like probably itch. probably this long. Yeah, that's... And um, he had to have it because he, he, you know you had to be able to go as deep as you needed to and first they had to go he had to go everywhere where he was going to inject mm-hmm. uh first he did like all of la everything based off of my A pain i can remember he MRI. did ultrasound he ultrasound me and he looked at everything and then he on with the ultrasound that's how he we watched it he would inject and you'd see the needle going in on the ultrasound and i wouldn't be able to watch that i thought I'm i mean I used a to, baby my, oh my dad gosh. I, I used to I watch not. my dad's knee surgery though when they like videoed it when i was little oh, you're so one of those word. yeah okay but that's what they did first so he numbed everything and then was going to go back and inject the stem cells everywhere where he had numbed it so where i got nauseous i remember i was sitting on the on the table and he's in front of me and uh i looked at him and i was just like i don't think i feel very good and I didn't, not at all. Like um, I couldn't really, he- I couldn't hear. Yeah, I've had my that vision was before. going crazy. He had to lay me down and lift, like get my hips up. We moved the table so my hips were up. You know, the nurses are bringing in like things for me to eat. And he said it was, it was just because I had so much lidocaine in my system, and it's like your body kind of flushes it through your body. And so I, I did start to feel better. Yeah. I was okay, and I ate some like fig bars or something like that. But, and the, here's okay, uh, this is really funny actually. I mean, I think it's funny. The nurse is bringing in like juice and fig bars, and and I'm like feel so sick, and I'm really nervous. Like, oh my god, I'm thinking, are they going to call like an emergency room? Am I going to have to go to the hospital? Like, I didn't know what was happening to me, and they're bringing these things in, and all I'm thinking is like, I don't know if I can afford that sugar right
2: now. <laughs> I knew that. I knew you were thinking that. Can I see the
1: ingredients what's on this? Can the, I see the nutritional facts the ca- on this?
2: What's the carb count <laughs> of, this, of this Big Newton?
1: Yeah. So it was it was a scary yet. I focus so much on the result, and that's how it was with my spine surgery. I focus so much on the result that, like, when I'm doing like the process or the getting the surgery or doing the injections, it doesn't even phase me until later. But I did the stem cells in August got them done and I've just been sort of taking it very slow since the the goal was to treat it as though I had surgery and my PT is we just got me to where I'm hanging from a pull-up bar I'm doing push-ups and now we'll I'll, I'll get to start seeing more progress I'm pulling from a conventional setup on a deadlift a clean grip um and we'll slowly start adding more things in but he even my physical therapist was like this would be way too expensive of a, of a mess up <laughs> if we like rushed yeah. it you know and and that was true it's like it, it I just went through this whole process of getting injected I'm I, there is no reason for me to rush back and uh the I will say from the spine and and I'd like to have you weigh in on this but like from the spine surgery was like my first experience doing it but my what I started to realize when you take my training away because I'm so used to like being very exerted, or really sweating and really working out um, to like a full exhaustion every day that when, from my neck, when I didn't train for six, eight weeks, I was kind of a mess. Like physically, uh, I'd have like stress that was like, it wasn't stress that was just could be resolved through a conversation or or resolved through getting my, cleaning my house or Paying my bills, right? Like something you're like, I need to get this done, so that stresses you out. It was like a stress that I feel in my body. It's like anxiety that I couldn't get rid of, and it was so hard mentally because I wanted to, like I needed to to get rid of it, and I couldn't. There was no way I could could get rid of it because I couldn't exert myself enough. And I've and I realized like how important just exercise is for my mental health. Absolutely. Like, I mean, all these injuries are, I mean, yes, I wanted to talk to you about my re- injuries and where I'm at. And I want you to know that I am, I'm recovering and I'm listening to my doctor and I'm, I'm really loving the process of getting strong. But what I've learned from going through it, cause I didn't realize it until like, you don't realize, you don't realize what you have until it's gone. Right. Is the mental health side that I now realize I need fitness. I need exercise for me to be. Sane, sane, <laughs> nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sane, for me to nice, be nice, kind, uh, yeah, good at my job. No,
2: I think it's like that for a lot of people, though. I mean, I think well, and I think a lot of people, if they would, if they would exercise more, would feel better. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, so, I agree,
1: and it can be hard to try and. Uh, you can't make someone want it, right? No, no, no,
2: no. But I mean, I feel the same way. I mean, if I if I can't, if I'm not doing something physical, um, I feel the same way. I almost feel more tired or more, you know, it's like, and it's hard sometimes, it's hard to motivate yourself to like get up, you know, like we got up and missed our class this morning. <laughs> but we, we tried but we to tried. get there. We tried to get there, but you know, it's like, you know, you sometimes you have to, you have, to have that self-talk like where you just convince yourself, you know, cause I mean, I, I have this inner battle sometimes every morning I shouldn't say every morning. a lot of mornings. Dude,
1: every morning. It's no, like a love okay. hate That's for right. me. Yeah. It's a love
2: hate for me. Because you know, for me, I'm I'm yes, I always just want to fit into my clothes. <laughs> and I'm aging, you know, so it's like a lot of it we're is vain. like try, we're She's vain. We're vain. Very, very vain. vain. <laughs> very vain. Nothing but wrong with that. <laughs> but I just for me, it's uh trying to figure out to keep moving because, you know, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> It's so sad, I mean, but true. You know, and, 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 I'm, just, I'm and, and, aging. So it's like, I'm just trying I'm gonna, to. I'm going
1: to stop you at the yeah. I'm dying. <laughs> I know.
2: I'm not really because dying. Because we
1: have to take a quick break. <laughs> oh. and, and it's literally the most perfect thing to <laughs> to pause on. And we're going to come back. Uh. And then we're going to continue about how. I don't like saying that you're dying, Gina, because that is literally. Well, I just meant we're all, we gonna all are happen. I meant we all are. But we're all dying. I'm closer to it. We're slowly. Yeah. Anyways, quick break. We'll be right back. This episode of Between the Reps is brought to you by Lola, a modern approach to feminine care. Gina, Lola is a female-founded company, which is awesome, offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. You need some of those?
2: Nope.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do, man. My periods are intense. Just because I don't have a period anymore. I'm sorry. Well, I, I don't I'm want sorry I made you tell people that. <laughs> I know. That's right. It's right. It's natural. It's no, natural in life. You do have a daughter, though. I used to. I do. I do. It actually would be yes, has she, has perfect she, for her. Has she enjoyed you getting this package sent to you? Absolutely. She's just taking all of them, just She's hoarding them. She hoards them. Uh, the founders of this company are Jordana Keir. And Alexandra Friedman, awesome women. I think that anytime I hear about a company that's been founded by women and they're just powering and growing super fast, it makes me really motivated to keep doing what I'm doing and what we're doing. Yeah, for sure. Unlike other major brands, Lola products are 100% natural and easy to feel good about. No bullshit, mystery fibers, or doubts about what's going on in your body. Plus, the products come in a simple, customizable subscription. They deliver it exactly to your door. So you get to order exactly what you need. Which is really great. Like I have, I haven't really needed to use. I've never considered using liners mm-hmm. until I got an IUD. I have the copper wire IUD. So, as you said before, it's founded by women for women, which is awesome.
2: Lola offers pads, liners, and both BPA-free plastic applicator or environmentally non-applicator tampons.
1: We love companies that give back, and this company is definitely one of those. They do good with your purchase. For every purchase, they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the US. Which you never think about that. Those no. people definitely need need help. Yeah. Um, I've always, you know, just gone to the grocery store, but I travel a lot and I, for some reason, I know my period's coming every month, but I still forget when it's coming. So it's always a surprise. It's been very nice having them send a have a backup. Yeah, nice to have a little subscription where, you know, they they keep track of my my cycle when I forget. Thank you, Lola. Thanks, Lola, for keeping track of my cycle. If you guys want to try out Lola and get your own subscription box with whatever, you know, types of either tampons, pads or liners that you want to use and you you prefer, um you can for 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter the promo code BROOK
2: That's B-R-O-O-K-E. For 40% off of
1: all subscriptions, visit MyLola.com and enter the promo code Brooke. Spell it out, Gina. B-R-O-O-K-E. When you subscribe. So hopefully the fact that we told you that Gina was dying kept you a little bit on a cliffhanger so you're still here listening. (laughs) Just so you know, she's not dead though. So I won't, I will never let that happen. She'll be begging me. She'll be begging me to let her go. Kill me. (laughs) Never. (laughs) All right. So just explain to them a little bit why what you were saying about like I'm dying. I just mean that I am getting
2: closer to death with age. So in that process, I feel like, like when I was younger, it was easy. You know, it was like, oh, I'm just going to go for a run or oh, you know, I'm going to, you know, counteract. You know, what I'm eating with, you know, just an extra exercise. Ex- yeah. I'm going to be on the stair stepper forever. Yeah. Uh But but uh, yeah, as I as I age, it's it's harder to get motivated. Um So I do have this thing every morning where I'm just like, because, you know, again, I'm getting older. So I'm, like my knees hurt, you know, my back hurts, my sciatica,
1: oh. you know, sciatica. <laughs> my
2: sciatica. <laughs> um. So, it, you know, I have all these things and, and I get injured you know, easier. Yep. Not because of CrossFit, but just because, you know, I, I need to warm up more. I'm like learning more about the things that I need to do as I age to make sure that I'm not, you know, getting hurt. But I mean I just have like more wear and tear on me. And um uh so yeah, it's it's every morning like I'll wake up and I'll be like, Oh, you don't need to go today. You don't need to go today. <laughs> and then the other part of me is like, Get up, saddlebags. Saddlebags. <laughs> You know no what? So, so
1: so anyway. Okay. But let's, let me ask you this then. Cause like, I already know this about you, but <laughs> the people probably don't. What's that? On like a mental side of what training, I guess, did for you back then. Mm-hmm. And I want to know what it, what that feels like now. Like how, how has things changed? Like, and, and with that too, it's like, uh, you know, just a little remind, like Like we talk about like, with like the diet. Right. You know, like I think about the same stuff you're thinking about, but it is it is definitely slightly different. Like, I want to eat protein because I'm training well, and perform- I want to rebuild yeah, muscle tissue. It's performance.
2: I mean, it is it is on a different scale for me. I'm not saying, but you're an athlete. So
1: oh, yes, yes. Yeah. No, I, let's not talk about me. Yeah. We're talking about okay. you. Okay, shit.
2: All right, it's back to me.
1: Just, I want you to, clear. you know, elaborate on... I I know exactly what I want you to talk about. Elaborate on what you think about and maybe what stresses you out about aging, because that is going to put a lot of stress on your, your mental game and how you think about yourself and how you go about your day and how, I mean, even if we you try to not think about it, it's something that you are preparing for. And so that is, a, that's something that drives your training. That's something that drives what you're doing in the gym. And when you do that, I imagine it's probably you know going to give you some relief, like mental, oh, bring anxiety. So explain what that mental might. Well, for me, be like. I just
2: I if I if I do go, you know, or I, when I do go, um, I just for me, I I I want to be strong, you know. I want to be um, I want to be fit, you know. I want to. I want to keep up with all my young friends, you know, and my children and everything else. And so it's like and I need to be in that I need to have that exertion again like you or else I do start to, you know, sometimes feel um like I said, uh, kind of like lazy or I mean not in full depression, but like, you know, I just I just don't feel as good. It can be
1: easier to let like negative self talk or for negative sure, thoughts like sure. kind of seep in.
2: For sure, I mean, and I think that most people, you know, have that battle that anyway. And so for me, I just I just feel better if I'm working out, and if I'm not, you know, that that negative self talk definitely creeps in, you know, yeah. and and then you start seeing the results of that, and uh, so that's another, you know, well, like for instance,
1: for uh, more than that, like you 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 said it to me the other day. You need to eat protein because now you're more concerned about aging, right? Like, and and how like you need to prepare your body, you know, right? In a way, right now while you can, to age. What was the word you used? I don't remember. You to age gracefully. Gracefully,
2: yes. <gasps> I'm not trying to cheat aging. It's just I do want to age gracefully, and I think that uh, what my workouts looked like when I was younger. Uh, look very different now. I mean, now as I get older and I, uh, you know, you lose muscle more rapidly. So I'm trying to, like, focus on more, like, building muscle. And for that, I need protein, you know. Yeah. And so I need to up that. And, and mm-hmm. again, I would just – I don't think I was very educated when I was younger. I mean, now I, I'm around all these people that are, you know. I don't think it was very
1: common. You know what I mean? No. When
2: I was younger, for sure, you would you starve you yourself. Like where you're from
1: for sure yeah. is going to dictate, like, what you your would level do of knowledge is on – for sure. Nutrition I mean, or diet.
2: I think at that age also it was like you just, you know, you lived off like a really ridiculously small amount of calories if you wanted to lose weight, you know, and then you would just run.
1: Yeah, I remember when my mom, we it. always had like, I'd be going to school and she's like, here's a Slim Fast. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> like a meal mom.
2: replacement. Yeah. She's like, you're eating too much.
1: You're eating too you much.
0: you
2: <laughs> Anyway. But yeah, so... I mean that's kind of where it is for me. Yeah. And again, I'm trying to keep up with all you youngsters.
1: Well, if you uh, the day you start slowing down, I'm just going to tie a <laughs> rope around you. Drag me around. I'm going to tie the other side to me. Okay. And I'm just going to carry you. Everywhere. I just
2: I want it like a front pack. <laughs> <laughs> you put me in a front pack. Yes.
1: Okay. Um. I we obviously can relate on a lot of that. so for me. I am such an introvert. And it's so funny when I tell people that because they're like, no, (laughs) no, you're not. And I'm like, I am. And I didn't even know that until a friend of mine told me that a long time ago, someone who knows me very well. And uh, I am, I'm such an introvert that's like really good at extroverting and I love entertaining people and I love extroverting. And so what can happen sometimes is I can, I very easily get very much in my head (laughs) <laughs> and I, know. I mean, you've joked, <laughs> I know. Gina will catch me sometimes because I will have these like conversations with myself <laughs> in my head. Um, but they're not in your head. And sometimes I'll say it out loud. I said, oh, was that your inner dialogue? Yeah. Did, they, did your inner
2: dialogue just come I'm like, out? Yeah.
1: It's like you're going to be a crazy old woman that just like is having just a conversation talking, with yeah, myself. talking to yourself. So, but I do, I, if I have, if I have a problem I'm trying to solve or... If I have a schedule that's crazy and I need to somehow, because I can get overwhelmed pretty easily, uh, I've got to like work through it. Create myself like a checklist or or whatever. Internally, I will do this. I feel like there's a little person in my head just, like, in, you know, like putting files away and you know, organizing shit. And then sometimes just, like, fuck it. And just, like, ruining the whole entire office. Just trashing everything. Yeah. Or, like, the Grinch that stole Christmas. It's, like, throwing, like, all of, like, the junk mail and all of the. Yes. Those are all your Yeah. Your and emotions. so sometimes, like, what I'll do is I, I work through that. Whether it's around that time of the month. And I'm super hormonal. And it's, like, I know that I'm hormonal. I know that sometimes the way I'm feeling is not my reality, but still, I still feel that way. And so I'll work through the you know the whole process of like allowing myself to feel the way I'm feeling, but also trying to create a plan. I might feel really bad. I might be really stressed. I might have a ton to do. But if I can create a plan, a checklist, and I can just start one thing at a time, just one thing at a time, it makes me feel a lot better. Right. And so
2: then you got to sweat those demons
1: out. Yeah. So what will happen sometimes is I can get very much in my head, whether it's about I'm getting ready for a competition or it's personal stuff or like, you know, I'm a little bit like my self-image isn't that great or, you know, anything like that where it can become debilitating. And the only, literally the only way I can make gains i can get out of it is to exert myself like tremendously
0: I and usually
1: it. and usually it's not usually <laughs> it's not even in a crossfit gym like sometimes it is in a gym where i'm doing like a metcon and if it's a it's but i will immediately I, I know that i can make a difference right now and i don't want to wait i'm not someone who if there's like a problem whether it's like me in my head or maybe a with a person I want to nip it in the butt I got to start right now and make make changes and so running is like my go-to for my mental health going on a long run and what happens is I have to exert myself exhaust my, my whole body to a point where like all of my like stress receptors are like Oh no! I can't focus on this shit anymore because we're we're dying down here. Like our legs are gonna shut down. <laughs> Everything hurts. Everything hurts. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and then it gets to a point where I I feel better, and it kind of totally sucks that that's what it takes for me to have relief, because it's exhausting, <laughs> and it's really hard and it's really painful. But that's but you feel what better it is. after. Yeah, and I think that's I've...
2: the 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 takeaway from that.
1: And that's this isn't for everyone. You know, I'm a special kind of breed, but, like, I, I grew up being very, very active. So are my parents. And I've noticed this actual, this uh, this idea or, like, what it takes to have that. I, I notice it and I've heard about it and talked about it with a lot of people that have done similar. Either they're all athletes or, for sure, gymnasts. Gymnasts are crazy, dude. Well, and so are uh, ballet dancers. Yeah, and I was, <laughs> yeah. So that's, you know, that's like a, it's an overarching theme for a lot of people that are very much into fitness and right. things like that. And so There's I- There's drive there. Yeah, I need it. And it's, again, like I said, I, you never, sometimes you don't know what you need until you don't have it. Like I didn't, re- I always knew that it was important to me to be healthy and fit, but I didn't realize how much, not only my level of competition or my- like my you know my back squat or my <laughs> my skill level in needed fitness mm-hmm. I didn't I, I knew that I needed it for that but I had no idea that for like my my home life my business life my self love my self image my you Know my heart, my mind, like everything, probably my gut health. Mm-hmm. We'll have to get into gut health on a different <laughs> a episode, other, yeah. But like, I didn't realize how much that needed, right? Exertion and fitness and sweat. Um, and the first time I really realized it was after my spine surgery because I went from working out every you were day, stir crazy, like training t- <laughs> you know, twice a day, training for the games, training for regionals, to nothing, and it was like. Everything hurt. And, and it was like, I.
2: And you couldn't, it, your poor thing, you couldn't even I like couldn't do anything. turn your neck. You couldn't do anything. No, I know. Remember how we used to joke that we were.
1: Gee, <laughs> <laughs> these are people. I, so I couldn't turn my head at all. I couldn't move it for six weeks. So my friends would love to stand behind me and then say something to me. So I'd have to like. What? I went along with it. I like to make people laugh. mean. No, it wasn't mean. It's was hilarious. Mm. Should have milked that injury for a while and just kept the neck brace. Like, go to Disneyland. <laughs>
2: just truck, put your neck it. brace hey, look. on. Hey, look. Keep pointing. Hey, look over there.
1: Or we'd travel put it on and it's like, I could have my own neck pillow. Oh, my God. But yeah.
2: I think that's genius for Fitni- getting f- your hair done.
1: Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Exercise is key for me to be uh, a nice person. <laughs> And a healthy person and happy person. And I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that that is the, like, that's the key or the the right thing for everybody. But I do believe that for most people, a little bit of, you know, exertion and sweat and exercise will definitely always make you better it will never make you worse and you know for me personally right now like my sister is going through some hard times she um, was pregnant with twins and um, don't want to get really into it but she lost both of them and for her she's always been into health and fitness but she's also been pulled away from that for many years and when you have so much time away from you know that that kind of stress like working out super hard like you said you almost have a hard time going back. Right. You know, like you, like you will have, or I have it same too. Like you have a moment where maybe you already feel a little bit defeated. So then it's like, well, why try? Right. You
2: know, like, well, it seems like, or or it might seem like it's a really long road to get to where you're going. Yes. And so you're like,
1: okay, road to recovery. You get injured and obviously you come back. You're not the athlete that you were. That's not going to happen. You're going to be not as strong and be weak you're gonna have to start over a little bit and it's very frustrating and the way the best that i can express to you how i think everyone should approach a road to recovery regardless of your level of your sport or or your hobby you know whatever is from personal experience this is how i did it and it took some it took constant uh work on my end with like you know self like positive self-talk and people around me reminding me too but what I did is start focusing on things in a way that can be const- like a uh, constructive and you can and a positive spin right so for me I had my spine fused I couldn't work out for eight weeks I trained my whole life to go to the CrossFit Games I didn't that year I didn't get to try and I was the strongest going into 2017. I was the strongest I had been. I had just I had just PR'd my power snatch by 15 pounds. I power snatched 195. <laughs> Not anymore. Badass. <laughs> okay. But well, that's where I was. And so I was like ready, man. And then I didn't even get to try. Right. And it was. Devastating. Totally devastating. And it would be very easy for me to think. There's no way I'm going back. Like, why would I try? Like, it's a lot of hard work. It's taken me years. You know, and it's painful and all these things. But what I really started to do is I started to think more like this. It excited me that I had an opportunity to go through that process again. Because most people, once you do it, you never get to go through it again. Mm -hmm. And that made me more relatable to people. It made me, I went through a lot of own my own personal growth that has made me a better person, I think, and just a, a more open, vulnerable, and um, experienced mm-hmm. person. But I got, you get to go through something for, let's say, it could be a weight loss thing. But for my case, it was an injury thing. I really had to relearn a lot of exercises. I had to start from scratch. And it was, there was a lot of tears. Like just in having realization of the how like the seriousness of what I had just done, and then also realizing that what I was struggling with after you know two months post surgery, what I was even more than that two three months post surgery, what I was still struggling with would have been a freaking walk in the park. and that was so hard and it was very hard for me to how could I to not compare myself to people, right? you know. But what I had to start looking at is I now had the opportunity to fix imbalances that I probably had that I otherwise never would have had the chance to do. I now had the opportunity to or the, the, the possibility to be the sh- let me start over I could now be the strongest I could have ever been because There was a deeper issue that I had no idea that I had. And it was already holding me back, even though I wasn't having pain yet. I had a bulge disc for sure for a while. So I probably and I I, I had some weird things that in my upper body that never really fazed me. But after it, you know, the herniation happened and I realized I started connecting a lot of dots. Okay, (laughs) but yeah, it's like now I have an opportunity to train and be stronger than I ever could have been. And if this would not have happened, I could never be that athlete. I also started accepting the fact that I needed to stop trying to be the athlete that I was because that was never going to happen. Right. So it's,
2: yeah, it's a new journey.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's it's not being an athlete, you know, the athlete that I was. It's accepting the fact that now I get to be a new athlete Mm -hmm. and I don't need to compare myself to past numbers or compare myself to, uh, you know, what I was getting prior to injury and just accept where I was. And, and do what I could to move forward and then be willing to celebrate, you know, the uh, the small victories along the way. And being more willing to be. What's the word? Like in the moment. Uh huh. Right. And Enjoy and, it. Yes, yes. And realize like, like <clears throat> living in the moment versus always living for something that I want in the future. Like time goes by so fast. And appreciating all of it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and realizing how how fast time goes by. Yeah. And if you just take it one day at a time, you'll be recovered before you know it. And that's and that could equally be said, we're like if we're so worried about, you know, little things that maybe are out of our control or are so far away, or we're so blinded by Something we want so bad that we're forgetting to enjoy the process. You are going to feel like you blink yeah, and years Missing are gone out. and you can't remember anything. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, and I think that just through that whole process, I realized I want to train with my friends more for fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. And on that, you know, because Gina took, she drove me everywhere for six, six weeks, five weeks, four weeks, I think. Oh four yeah, four five. because yeah. then I started driving. Yeah, I guess. I had to take my. I, I needed to go to the doctor and I. Someone, no one could take me, so I drove about a week early. Yeah, it was really. Yeah, I was on the trouble. freeway like this, and it was like this. You couldn't. I would need, to, I would need to turn. I need to switch lanes. I make this.
2: <laughs> and then I could, they're just listening.
1: Huh? Oh yeah. Well, if you're you watching me on me. YouTube, you can see me. I'm basically pretending, to, you know, because I couldn't turn neck my head. Doesn't turn. Yeah. But Gina drove me around for four weeks. She wait, She'd come get me in the morning and. We went to the gym and there was no stress and I didn't have an agenda and just enjoy it I was just with my friends you know practicing being enjoying my time in the gym I was taking regular classes I was training in the regular classes and Daniel loved to have me there because you had people in class that are scaling stuff and that they can't do certain things right and yet i'm over there and i'm like extra scaling <laughs> right you know and it didn't right. bo- it didn't bother me in fact no. i loved i loved that i could be in class and people could could see me mm-hmm. doing less than them right so that you they know? could
2: feel right i mean we're all just for them s-
1: just for them to realize so like same that it doesn't you know we're all here for the same We're all here for the same reason we're just want to be healthy and fit and we want to get better and and it's okay if you want to be competitive, and it's okay if you don't. Like me, I'm really competitive. You are really good. Gina, man. Nah. Girl just wants to look good. But yeah.
2: I mean, I want to be, you know, I don't want to get sick. I don't want to be sick and all that too. I mean, yeah. there are those benefits also. But yeah, I just want to fit in my jeans. That's all I care about. I want to wear, I want to be like 50 with like a half top and a belly button ring. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: I've actually seen, dude. The, ma- the masters athletes will blow your mind. Oh no, no, no. And yeah. There's nothing oh.
2: wrong with. Uh, all right. We, anyway, I didn't mean. We, <laughs> my daughter would kill me.
1: She would. Oh kill you. I'm yeah. gonna. <laughs> We're gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Anyways, that's our little spiel. I'm gonna put my soapbox away, fold it up, put it away. Right, I'll keep it close by though, cause I pull that thing <laughs> You're out, jump on all it all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm passionate. I I I guess you're passionate about things. There's nothing wrong with that. I always have to remind people, like I'm not yelling at you. I'm so sorry. (laughs) In fact, if you guys are listening and you thought, like, damn, Brooke, stop yelling. I'm sorry. I'm not yelling. I just care a lot. Um, Before we end this number five, we're gonna do a few questions and answers. Answers which we haven't answered yet, but we're gonna do the answers. Um, To remind you, we want to answer your questions. I get questions constantly, so this is a really favorite part of the show for me, and I'm sure Gina loves answering questions about herself, too. <laughs> she hates talking about herself. I hate it. But so, uh, please, send in your questions. You can do it on my Instagram. You can do it on the YouTube channel. You can do it on my website. We, I kind of search the platforms to just create and um, compile all your questions, and uh, we want to hear from you. We want to interact with you. So... Do
2: you want me to ask the
1: question? No, no. Why? I'm gonna ask it, and it, you could answer oh, it first. I don't yeah. even know what these are, though. Okay, question. Okay. From Nicole Scott. Okay. More about your businesses. How do you decide on clothing pieces? Who are the people on your team? Well, that backfired because that's about my oh, that's... clothing line. <laughs> um, more about your businesses. How do you decide on clothing pieces? Who are your people on your team? Okay, that could be a long one, and that could be a that's whole be a really podcast long in, in itself. So. I'm gonna give you a short answer. I do a lot of business and build businesses without even realizing that I'm doing it. So I will say that, like, and I forget the stuff that I ha- I have, right. um, as far as the people on my team, I feel like I do read people pretty well. And I truly believe that if you are surrounding yourself with the people that are doing things or have the things or, you know, are very like-minded, but have the things and doing things that you want, uh, and you're be, you're working to be happy and you're working to be a better version of yourself and and being okay with accepting your faults and and being able to be vulnerable and say yeah i messed up yeah. but i don't want New i States, want to work on that right. you're going to surround yourself with good people and i feel like i have done that really without intentionally doing it because on all the different businesses i'm doing businesses i equally have partners that want it to be successful as much as me or more than me. And that's been very helpful. Um, As far as people that are on my team much closer to me, like um, I have an assistant, that took a long time for me to hire someone. In fact, I had my good friend Adi Cashew. Her assistant is an amazing assistant. She found one for me because I didn't even trust myself in finding a person, nor did I know what to ask for. I
2: don't even think you really knew what you I needed didn't. at that point. No, I didn't. It was like this help. huge yeah. trial
1: period where we just like had her do a few things, and then we, I slowly went, "Jesus, take the wheel." <laughs> and even then, sometimes I'm like, "Whoa, no, God. give it back! Give, it, give back. it back! I want it back!" <laughs> Yeah. So I think it's super important to just know people and uh, be very direct with what you're looking for from them. You know, know what the goal is. Can this person help you get there? And then don't you have to be willing to put your foot down and open your mouth if something's not working. You can't be in business. You can't be scared to hurt someone's feelings. There's no feelings. In I, and I've learned this from like my mom and my dad. OK, and I've this is what I've learned from my dad. And it's so funny because I am just like him. Be honest and be upfront. I mean, you're not going to get shit done if you're going to always constantly try to coddle people or, or like not hurt someone's feelings. But be very willing to notice when you may have been a little bit too intense, and and be and be and apologize. My dad, I remember he would always, you know, someone would mess up. He's a he owns a big construction company. Someone would mess up something. That's a big mess up for him. He couldn't. And if they and they were friends, he could not give them a pass because they're friends he he'd tear into them and then the next day he would connect with them and there was an understanding there you know of like business business and friendship and and they knew what they did wrong they needed they they needed to be you know getting a little bit of trouble and then he also would call and say i'm I'm sorry that i you know, came across like that strong, but, you know, X, Y, Z. And and that's definitely what I've noticed. I'm like that too. Mm-hmm. Hence why I just told you guys, I'm not yelling at you. I'm so sorry <laughs> if I sound like <laughs> I'm yelling at you. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah and I'm definitely not going to build my team before I can afford to. I want to do really well. And I want the people that work with me to do very well. Also, Gina's on my team. I just don't <laughs> tell her that because I'm slowly just like, <laughs> I'm just keeping her and i'm gonna just do so much stuff with her that she can never get away <laughs> oh i love you okay uh next this Oh, i oh i'm gonna ask you this and you're not gonna like Aww. it but just is it gonna is gonna put me on the spot though no okay. it's just uh th- think of it as it pertains to just kind of what you're doing right now okay just in life okay, okay? all right this is from uh marie vaught mm-hmm. v-o-g-t i don't know if i said that right what is your why?
2: Oh, that's such a deep question. Uh, why I know, would that's you do why, that to and me? People do that, people do that to
1: me all the time. <laughs> I know,
2: but you're good at this. I'm not. No. What just, is my why? Just
1: think, let's, don't think like big picture, because if you're like me, that's it's very stressful. I have a lot of whys, oh. I guess. But let's just think like uh, right now, what could be your why of of why you're on this new adventure with me? And we're doing podcasts, and we're doing a cooking show on on YouTube, and and <laughs> well, you're you're, all you're
2: 48, and you're going um, to the CrossFit Games, and oh when that, you're yeah, 50. that's right, I forgot, I forgot. Um, I would say, let's see. I think I do. I'm trying to be open, like very open to experiences, like not saying no to everything, being more of a yes person. But why? No, stop.
1: Now you're like a toddler. Want me to, <laughs> want me to answer for you? <laughs> but why? But why? Why? Why do you think? This is why I think. Because I can tell you why I love having you around or like taking you everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's like I want – and this is not just for Gina. This is like for any of you out there. Um, but I want you to realize like your your life it is not over at 48. And this, I mean, this was like at 46. This is how I felt about it. It's like I want you to have a career, It's like you can still say, what do I want to do when I grow up? There's like there it's not the time is not gone. There is so much time and uh, it's very important to be willing to to know that. You can do whatever you want, at least you can try. And as long as you're willing to try. You might have some cool shit come your way, (laughs) you know what I mean? And it it can be very easy to to think, you know, it's not fun to be uncomfortable Luckily for you, I've just, like, made you uncomfortable, but you then I've also, me. like, hugged you. Yeah, you do. I, like, make you, but it's okay. you like okay. my mom. Yeah. <laughs> push but you yeah. out there, babe. That's why. I want you to realize okay. that, like, you have so much time to create an entire, entire new career for yourself that you probably never thought you would have. Ugh, there's a lot like of things you're I've on done recently. <laughs> yeah,
2: a lot of things recently that I never thought I'd do. Well,
1: yeah. thank you for answering that for so, me. So, uh, <laughs> that's Gina's why.
2: <laughs> why you do this? Why did you do this to yeah. me? Okay.
1: Well, Gina, mm-hmm. that's your why. Um, <laughs> I made it up for you. Uh, we could talk about that forever. I swear. And honestly, I think that that's going to change as time goes on, and it's going to change for me as should as we grow up, as we as we age, as we change, as we grow. Change is good. Things are gonna they're gonna become broader, or they might change. Try something on for a while. If you don't like it, put it back. Yeah, yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening to this long podcast. It's so funny because I think that every – I could talk forever, first of all. I'm sorry. Uh, We tend to push the limits on the time frame every time we're in here recording. But please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast and uh, listen to it on any of the platforms that is your favorite – We've got Castbox, which is our favorite, Apple, which is also pretty awesome, and uh, many other ones that you can also be listening to or you're less, probably listening to right now. So rate, review, subscribe, send us your questions. Feel free please. to give us a five star rating. Oh, five stars would be great. Uh, <laughs> send us your questions. I promise that we can maybe try to answer more next time and I'll talk a little less. <laughs> something not as deep. Well, <laughs> I like it when they're deep, okay. Gina. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you take it are, down, you guys, down that road you I, I will always, always take, take it down, down that road. road I know we love you guys we're super grateful for you and this entire experience we're on number five we're moving on to number six and the year is gonna be great so so again you guys thank you so much for listening we are super grateful that you Hopefully, are hearing this, and you've listened to the entire yeah, episode. It off <laughs> you haven't turned us off. Um, we'd love to have you rate, review, and subscribe to our channel. Give us a five star rating, and uh, send us your questions. Send us some challenges, which we do have a couple. We are going to be doing Within exercise, Within exercise reason. challenges, and also there are other things you might want us to try out. Maybe like a Korean spa. <laughs> you keep you wanting know? that one. <laughs> I've heard about the Korean spa like- thing. We're gonna try it out for many. Re- you know for science we're gonna do it for science anyways thank you for listening to between the reps with brooke and gina thanks for listening and we'll see you next time we won't see you actually you'll see us on youtube (laughs)
0: When you Angie that, download the free Angie Mobile app today or visit angie.com. That's angi.com. Liberty sees me, it stands by me, and celebrates me for who I am. When I come into the office, I feel that I belong here.
1: I don't have to be Corporate America Gabby. I can just bring Gabby to work.
0: Reach your potential and find a job you love at Liberty Mutual. We offer development training, rich benefits, and a culture that lets you bring your whole self to work so you can pursue your tomorrow today. Ready to consider a career at Liberty Mutual? Find out how at libertymutualcareers.com.